Uh, returning to our earlier story about two people being shot in Auckland's CBD, one is critically injured. The police say someone on a lime scooter pulled the gun on a group of people after words were exchanged and they fired up to four shots. One uh, person was hit in the head and the other in the stomach and the shooter wasn't known to them, the police say. And the police are describing it as an isolated incident. Marty Warden, Virginia Shortland, volunteers on a regular street patrol in Auckland Central and she joins us now. Tēnā koe, Virginia. Tēnā koe. These shootings in Auckland last night sounds like pretty scary stuff and it's the second major incident in a matter of weeks. What do you make of it all? Well, our patrolling that happens in the um, central district does cover off some of those areas, but it is difficult to, you know, have a have a handle on when things are going to happen at such a scale. So it is a shock. Even to you, who's sort of out of a night seeing what's going on? Uh, yes, it is. Any crime of violence in the city, particularly with um, gun violence, it, it is a shock for a lot of people in the city, residents included, and the public. And it is something, no doubt, that um, is going to be addressed through our New Zealand police forces and other groups too. Virginia, when you are out and about, what days are you doing these um, patrols and what are you seeing in terms of the way people are acting? Is there any kind of escalation, do you think, in incidents on the streets? Well, it's through our stakeholders that uh, we have a, a very good relationship with our stakeholders across Auckland City and beyond. And so there are other groups that patrol that we often communicate with and we're on the streets with. And I do know that there are a number of patrolling groups who do cover off the CBD area. Included in that group is the Māori Warden. So it's difficult to quantify exactly days and hours because there are shifts and there are high times of activity uh, in the city. And one can never really assume what's going to happen at any, any given minute. So you're volunteers, right? Yes. And, and what do you do? What is your role out there? Well, our values in Māori Wardens is aroha ki te tangata which is care and respect for all people. And our, our number one priority on the streets is to um, to have a presence, calm presence for our public and our business people to, um, to make that connection with people on the streets and ask them, how are you doing? Are you okay? And we're about community safety, which is inclusive of everybody that's in the CBD, no matter where they come from or what they're doing in the city at that particular time or any other area that we're patrolling across Auckland, as we have um, other events as well that we often help with. So do you see your role as de-escalating things if you see tensions rising? Oh, definitely. And that's part of our warden training is de-escalation. We work alongside the uh, police who do provide training for our wardens and our workers. And also with our stakeholders, we have uh, communications and relationships with them, such as Auckland City Council, the police, Iggy Panuku, New Zealand Red Cross, TBK. We've also had um, discussions with the Minister for Police and other um, community groups that are working uh, together on this whole issue around de-escalation. Yeah, and the Minister has made comments, um, the Police Minister suggesting that potentially more volunteers would be helpful um, and would help free up the police to respond to crime. Is it realistic? I mean, are there the resources for more volunteers? Look, I think that whenever we have volunteer groups and an increase of volunteers in any part of our community, that's got to help and support our New Zealand police. 
And so it is something that can be reached. But of course, uh, the barriers to recruitment of volunteers in any group, and particularly um, when it comes to giving their time and the cost factors for volunteers who often travel from out of the city or out of the areas that they're required, that, that is a barrier for, for many of the groups that have volunteers. So the, do they need to look at that and address it, Virginia? I think that um, more meetings and more strategies around realistic actions would definitely be a pathway forward. So when we talk about they, it's going to be a collaborative approach um, in terms of the views that I've experienced working alongside our stakeholders and other community groups. Do you, is it right that sort of the safety of the city is reliant on volunteers? Look, again, we work with our stakeholders and we see ourselves as part of a collaborative approach. And I think that the more people that have uh, training and understanding and are uh, practising the values of their community organisation are going to assist to keep our community safe, to have that presence and to give our, our community the assurance that it's not just one group of people that are responsible for their safety, but that we are... We are a team and we are a collaborative approach. Virginia, on a night in downtown Auckland, let's just say Friday night, do you feel safe? Yes, I do. And part of that is because we work as a team. And part of that is because we have a relationship with other groups that are out there on patrols. And these are groups that are connected to security groups. Um, And often um, our groups from the Māori wardens who are volunteers. We're well aware that we are volunteers and there are other paid groups with contracts that are also working in the same areas. But because of our values, Aroha Kita Tangata, uh, that's one of the strengths of the Māori wardens. But again, it is a mitigating factor that is very, very challenging to have our volunteers come and give their time and really put the costs to be able to come and be a volunteer. Thank you for your time, Virginia. That is Virginia Shortland, a Māori warden, who volunteers on regular street patrols around Auckland Central.